watching your one piece. We are! Hello, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. I'm Jory here. I just watched some One Piece. Wow. And I'm joined by Joe, who just rewatched some One Piece. That's true. I love the title of our show because you do immediately know what it is. <laughs> and that's not enough shows have that benefit, frankly. Um, hello, my name is, is Joe. Today I watched an episode of Wano. Yesterday I watched all the shit we're going to discuss today. But we are, it, it, I guess, we're not currently watching One Piece. That's the only thing that our... <laughs> we are we not watching One, One Piece, Piece. <laughs> while we're recording. Yeah. We are discussing the One Piece recently watched. Is that a better title? Should we? Uh, is that better SEO? You think? I don't know. Uh, probably. I'm sure that's. What, I'm sure someone has listened to it and been like, they're not actively watching while how they're recording. Miserable. <laughs> how miserable would our show be if it was just 100% commentaries? Like, I don't know if that's ever been attempted. If someone's tried to do it with a sh- maybe even with a shorter piece of media. Great energy here today in the studio as we finish. Fishman Island. Finishman Island. <laughs> it, it was already finished, but they're like, you know, we gotta, we gotta have some more episodes here with the Fishman. Well, you know, <laughs> we, we have to... Well, many things must occur. Uh, just because Hody has been defeated does not mean there isn't an episode and a half of partying we have to discuss, as is tradition. And, uh, of course, there's gonna be bigger setup to be done um especially in the case of this where Jinbei at one point has to sit down Luffy and be like the world continued to turn while you were uh <laughs> frozen for for two years getting your memory put back together by nominee <laughs> so we'll get we'll get to that but we did we left off last time with a pretty triumphant moment Luffy beat Hody the Noah was uh saved from falling onto the island the sea kings came up and grabbed it took it to the sea forest, and Luffy was like, hey, Jinbei, join my crew. So now this time, we're going to talk about him joining the crew and how he's there the whole time forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's honestly kind of... I, I don't know why they haven't added him to the key art yet, because, I mean, he's been around for 400 episodes now, but <laughs> I guess they just made it spoiler-proof. That's the one character they didn't start adding to merchandise yeah. uh, to make our podcast run more smoothly. <laughs> they, they know. Uh- they Oda know. and Toei are like, hey, we can't we can't have too many spoilers for that Jory guy. Yeah. Which is me, by the way, if you if in case you need There's to There's only know. one. There's only <laughs> one Jory. And that same guy's like, anyways, I came up for for a new title for our TV movie. Ace is fucking dead. <laughs> yep. 3D2I, the death of Ace. Oh man, I wonder how many people just getting into the show have just like accidentally read that title. I was so worried. Like that you would because once something is 10 years old it's kind of fair game <laughs> um the the event not the movie to be clear but anyways anyway um we're talking today about 569 nice through 574 the more or less official end of fishman island the the ride out 573 is a little bit more of a triumphant ending 574 is a lot of bullshit while they start to float to the surface but easier to put it here than in the in the next episode there's a lot of changes in that episode, too, that I'll talk about between anime and manga. But um, for now, 569. Nice. We start basically right where we left off in the plaza. Neptune is freeing the humans that were enslaved by Hody. Hordy. Hordy Hody. Um, and just lets them run free. And people are like, is that a good idea? 
Should we let them do that? But aren't isn't there a chance they're shitty to fishmen, as even as revenge to Hody? And Neptune's like, I don't know. He enslaved them. <laughs> like, it's not like they wanted actively to to fuck us up. Um, so they run off. It a uh, interesting decision. He's also like, now I really gotta crack down on these fishmen that were here, though. <laughs> the fishmen pirates. They were actively going against uh. The fishman. He basically assigns them like mandatory labor. Uh, <laughs> he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna draft you all into the royal army now to both strengthen us as a country and also you must repay your debt to society." Which there's probably a whole think piece in that that I'm not gonna do. <laughs> you know, maybe it's me, but I feel like putting a bunch of uh, revolutionaries who tried to kill you and overthrow your government into your military isn't a good idea. <laughs> uh, for multiple... Well, I, they, they they try to give some lip service to the fact that, oh, Hody never told us he killed Otohime. That's the only... We only followed him because we thought humans were actually this bad. Like, we wanna... We don't wanna be shitty anymore. <laughs> but also, we do have to, like... Hody learned his shit from the military. Like, he joined the military <laughs> to get his skill set that he used to murder the queen. He was in the military when it happened. Surely there aren't people who do that in real life. <laughs> no! 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 Why would- this is a cartoon. What are you talking about? Uh, cartoons can't be, like, real life. Yeah, so that's a whole loaded plot B that gets kind of glossed over. I'm not even done with the loaded plot B. He makes- Fishman, the Fishman District, like, no one else can go back there. Like, that's completely blocked off. He doesn't talk about it long enough for me to know what he thinks this is going to accomplish. Because I'm just like, that was, the reason that situation was bad, that place was nefarious, is the circumstances that you did not provide for the poorest people in your country who were... Uh, in many cases, like that was a place where pirates went to kidnap people and you didn't take care of that. So is he blocking off that location and giving all of these people better housing? Or is or is it just a side effect of, oh, well, they're soldiers now, they have barracks, which is not a, really a solution. Um, oh, that, uh, they definitely have like soldier housing for the soldiers. I don't think that they yeah. have their own homes. That's just, it's so, like, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds about this comic book cartoon despite the fact that this is the arc that tries really hard to be political but it, it is very much just like as i'm thinking about it i'm like uh i mean pulling people out of poverty is good but not if it's just like oh i mean if you don't have a place to live or your situation's bad join the military like that's bad that's a bad thing <laughs> Yeah, you get, oh, that's, that's worse, right? Uh, it's the the other thing that's weird about it too is that it's it is implied a little bit that almost everyone in the Fishman District is an orphan <laughs> in some way. At least all the important <laughs> named ones. Yeah, just make housing a Fishman right. Give them all two thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, uh, I I will give these fish people the benefit of the doubt to where. Uh, <laughs> The military doesn't actually have to do a whole lot most of the time. No, probably not. Even though this is probably a place where agitators come to fuck up shit more often than, than <laughs> not. Uh, by circumstance of every pirate who wants to go to the New World has to pass through. But anyways, that's just kind of a thing that's <laughs> the first act of this episode that gave me a lot of distress. <laughs> and then uh, Neptune notices that Luffy's gone. Uh, and he's like, hey, what the fuck? Where'd he go? I wanted to, to thank him. 
Um, we cut up into the sky where they are. Uh, I say the sky as if we're not still underwater, but uh, floating above Fishman Island the same way it came into the plaza. Uh, Shirohoshi's, you know, swimming alongside him, asking about, like, why'd you already leave? Everyone wants to celebrate your, your victory. You're a hero for us. That's not really... I, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself in that conversation because I think <laughs> right now it's just Luffy's like, Jinbei, why aren't you joining me right now? Yeah. And Jinbei's like... He doesn't even directly say, like, yes, I wish I could right away. He says it's impossible right now. He says he has some obligations, but once he's free from it, if Luffy still wants him, <laughs> he'd do it. Luffy, of course, and everybody is like, dude, come on, like, we want you now. That's not going to change. Uh, I believe the term they use is worth the wait. And everybody's on board because of uh, Jinbei was very cool, this arc. Also, I mean, he is the reason Luffy is alive right now. Well, I mean, uh, Robin called him, called him handsome, so she wants some eye candy. That's right? true. You think Frankie's going to get jealous? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're Polly. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I, I, I was so short-sighted. Robin has so many hands. <laughs> There's some joke there with with her just being able to replicate herself, and also you I don't know Frankie's yeah. Frankie's a robot, so he's not he's not very conventional. I know that there's so much fan material out there on exactly this thread to extents we will not go into. But I just my brain went to the 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 meme of blank has two hands. <laughs> but with Robin, of course, it's like Robin has infinitely many hands. <laughs> Anyways, we must move on. Luffy's like, we got to go now. Like, we've been here too long. You know, we don't really want to get caught up in this hero shit. Uh, but Shirahoshi wants to thank them, of course, more. And a soldier catches up and ring, ring, it's Neptune on the snail phone. Uh, and it's like, hey, you're our heroes. Can we thank you? Can we celebrate you? And we already know they don't want that. Luffy has gone on the record saying, I don't like sharing my meat, so I don't want to be a hero. Which is an interesting thing because he very much will, like, topple a dictatorship so, every, so like, everyone has access to meat. <laughs> it's just then he wants to fuck off with his own amount of meat. Well, I can't say I blame him. Yeah. Uh, and Zoro is, has his own similar line where he's like, a hero is someone who shares sake with everybody, but I just want to drink all of my own. But also, I like, like how Zoro developed a drinking problem in the last two years. Yeah, that's that's his new character trait. Is now he's always drinking. Not he's even just in a like dad. a drunken He wants to drink and way. fish. He just wants to yes! drink and fish. God, he is he is a dad. <laughs> Zoro in an I'd rather be fishing hat. And he's got to be like twenty twenty one canonically. So like it's it's just very funny that like the circumstances of the story of One Piece have aged him up to dad mode much like i am a dad at 24 and all i want to do is is like nap in the afternoon and watch heat over and over again <laughs> but anyways zoro is very relatable one day i'll get into fishing probably just by just this is how these things go get into a uh, fishing video games um i mean every good game has fishing that is just there's, true there's a there's a fishing game i got for my switch that's uh oh good i like the the original real fishing r-e-e-l fishing on the Classic. playstation one it, it used like pre-rendered backgrounds and stuff i thought that was really neat so i was like i'll mm -hmm. pick up this one on the uh on the switch and it's like a visual novel that has persona looking characters and persona oh, fun <laughs> but Incredible. it's still just about fishing 
If it's yeah. just like, Persona's popular, let's just copy them. I mean, in the same way that people will not like sports until they see an anime, it's it's very much like they will get into hobbies when there are cute Persona <laughs> characters attached. My, my current move is I'm starting to read again and play Magic the Gathering. So fishing might be, you know, when it's not the winter. It's possible. Both fishing and Magic the Gathering are expensive. That's true. That's why I've been playing Arena <laughs> instead of <laughs> buying real cards. Anyways, Daddy Zoro, yes. So that's his deal. It's, it's, it's interesting how those lines feel like, okay, yeah, this is how they draw the line between actively being a hero and just being pirates who care about protecting people. But like, it's funny because they'll be like, yeah, I just want to keep all this shit for myself. And then he'll see like, a king doing that and being like no bad or like oh i feel bad for these people who can't eat guess i have to go fuck some people up so it's interesting where that that line is drawn for them anyways of course uh neptune tricks them (laughs) by saying okay fine but what if we just did that banquet we promised you at the beginning of the arc (laughs) and they're like oh i mean food yeah okay sure (laughs) food so the Thousand Sunny, as it's floating through the sky, uh, turns off to go grab Ha-Chan and Kami, who are presumably just still laying in the sea forest, um, with Din, who we do not see again, who doesn't yet yeah, does not come to the banquet, I don't think, or I just missed him. But they go do that, we get a scene where we see that Horty and all of the top officers are thrown in prison forever! It's very quick. We, we see them again. In a very harrowing scene. But for now, they're just behind bars. Uh, And there's a banquet time. As they're coming in, people are, everybody's chanting that they're their heroes. Luffy and Zoro get mad about this. Uh, And then there's a fancy jazz singer, which certainly pushes the boundaries of Oda (laughs) drawing characters that are, like, coded as people of color. Especially with Fishman with big lips. But, I, ugh, this one, I don't know about this one. This, uh... (laughs) I try not to think about Usopp and his big lips, but this one crosses the line for me. I don't even know this character's name, but she sings for a while. How do you feel about the fish singer? I'm fine with the, with the fish singing jazz. I don't know. It, when you say those words, those are fine. <laughs> yeah, fish singing jazz. Sure, yeah. I play Majora's Mask, but <laughs> Bossa Nova isn't jazz. But uh, this design, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Chief. It's, uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> it goes by quick enough i suppose <laughs> yeah. you know it, it, it could be worse i suppose <laughs> <laughs> i mean a lot of things could be worse <laughs> could be a lot better too <laughs> uh anyways i won't harp on it for too long didn't want to pass by it and not say <laughs> that uh i noticed um anyway sanji <laughs> dies because some hot the the mermaid cafe dancers join them. Yeah, I mean they're cute. I wish Sanji actually died. I'm exaggerating. Um, uh, <laughs> but that's my notes are pretty sparse around the party stuff. If you have I mean, any, it's just a party. Uh, yeah, I everyone just having fun. <laughs> this I realized watching this that I don't dislike parties. I think I've been mean to them in the past. I'm talking, of course, about One Piece parties, not in real life. I'm not that antisocial, but. The, the, the stuff I like is that Nami was uh, having a drinking contest with the prince, and then Brooke joined in in the music playing. That's that's a fun little little thing. Yeah, it's cute. It's nice. It is certainly good to see them have high moments 
you know, reinstall this idea that they are friends. They're not just fighting machines all the time. I think the thing for me is that this, I feel like this arc has the right amount of it at the end. And it's like, okay, what does an episode and a half deliver? Or rather like, why? Do, what is three episodes of partying that could not be accomplished in one or one and a half? Um, I think that's why I was sour on it previously on the podcast. I don't even remember when. I'm going to guess Water 7. Because <laughs> um, I feel like Thriller Bark goes by pretty quick and has like really strong emotional beats with Zoro and, and Brooke. And Lord knows there's been no party since Thriller Bark until now. Except for the very weird one that the Marines had at the end of Marineford. Anyways. After the eye catch, there's plot. And I think this is why I feel like it's broken up enough for me. Robin gets Neptune alone. And he thinks that she's hitting on him. (laughs) Which is funny. I mean, if pretty lady like Robin wanted to talk to me, but... I would die instantly, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. You ever swipe left on people that you're just like, I couldn't handle that? I feel like that um, would be, I feel like that's Neptune being like, ah, well, I don't know. <laughs> See, here's the I thing I know my wife's me. been I, dead for 10 years, but. <laughs> I, I play a game of chicken. It's like, there's no way this girl who's riding a horse in this picture, holding up a dead deer in this picture, and then standing in cowboy boots in this picture is going to match with someone. I'm not even that. I don't have that much skin tone, but someone as dark as me even. So <laughs> just like, what's going to happen? I, I just want to see what happens if I match. Like, are they going to respond? Was it That's an fair. accident? What's going on mm-hmm. here? <laughs> if I saw Robin on Tinder, I don't know what I, I don't think I'd, I could. Ma- ma- I not super like right. Robin and be like, I, hey, Robin, I really like you in one piece. <laughs> That's true. There are. I have seen Tinder accounts for fictional characters. Um, I've seen, I think... I feel like I might have sent you. I saw a Tinder profile once for that was just like a bonfire from Dark Souls. <laughs> it was just like their bio was like, here you can rest. <laughs> cool, thanks. Um, one time I saw Roxas on either, it was either Tinder or Bumble here. And uh, there's a Shrek. Both of those are confusing because they, they have them under, I, I have it only set to see, to see women. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm a little confused there. I don't think Roxas is a woman. And I don't think Shrek no. is a woman, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there who disagree with you because you, I could say that to literally anything that comes out of your mouth. Uh, but <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, he's like, <laughs> my wife is gone, but <laughs> yeah. I, I swore to love her forever. And I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, it's cute. But obviously that's also not what Robin wants. No. She asks him about Joy Boy, which is. I, I want to know who Joy Boy is. Me fucking too. Uh, it's a name that she re- of read on the Poneglyph that took up maybe 30 seconds of screen time a while ago. Neptune says what he knows, which isn't much. He came from above the sea, so not a fish, man. He, and he lived during the blank era, so 800 fucking years ago. We were talking in the Discord a bit about how like the Roger stuff can be kind of softened by how recent it actually was. <laughs> Um, it's kind of locked in by Ace's age when they connected those two people. Um, but I do like that the Blake era is just 800 years ago. So, like, nobody fucking knows anything. Like, that is always going to be effective for me. But anyways, this Joy Boy guy lived in the Blank era. And uh, apparently he made some promise to the current fish princess, mermaid princess at the time. And the Poneglyph was an apology for not being able to keep that promise. Don't know what the promise was, but he said... Someone else will come keep it for me. 
protect the Noah so it can be used in that promise keeping, whatever it is. Uh, we know that that Noah is meant to be dragged by sea kings. Simplest answer's gotta be just taking the fishmen above the surface, right? And Luffy will do it. <laughs> like that's like the easiest to assume answer based on just like this arc in a vacuum. Especially with the is Luffy gonna destroy Fishman Island prophecy that we'll talk about in a bit, but. I'm pretty sure this is the last time Joy Boy is discussed in the anime, or I'm just forgetting something. <laughs> pretty quickly after Fishman Island is over, we're on a one-way ticket train to to Wano, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. But that's basically what Neptune says is those details. What? Uh, oh, uh, we're discussing. They, they're also discussing the power of of controlling the Sea Kings. It wasn't him that could do it. It was the Mermaid Princess that he was with, and now that power has been passed down to uh shirhoshi and apparently this is the first time she's really quote-unquote been able to control it even though she didn't really intentionally summon them but i don't know i guess fucking she's activated now but before this episode's end robin has a little bit more information to share both with us the viewer and neptune (laughs) she is like well i did read about an ancient weapon uh when i was in skypea i don't remember if this came up in skypea um, or if this is just something that, you know, like another one of those scenes where she's reading Poneglyphs and we don't know what it is because she'll say it when it's convenient for the plot, um, which I'm okay with that. I say it pedantically, but cause it's true. But, uh, she's like, I read about an ancient weapon that could do that, uh, in, in Skypea in Shandor ruins. That means that she too will inherit the title of one of these weapons that can end the world Poseidon. So that's cool. I think it's funny that if you go on the wiki and you read about the three weapons that can destroy the world and you click on Poseidon, it's just a picture of a nice girl. <laughs> it's just a picture of Shirohoshi. Um, but anyways, that's the end of the episode. Big cliffhanger. She's Poseidon. Wow. Yeah, she can destroy the world if she wants, I think. I should let her. I'd let her, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if there's supposed to be some tension that, like, because she's so emotional, it might happen on accident. Like, uh, I don't know. I... I'm like, oh, cool. So that just means she'll definitely be important before the end of the anime again, right? Like, well, sure. Well, he, okay. Here's what's going to happen. I'm calling it now. Blackbeard okay. is going to have have a Pluton. Um, he's going to have have a, have a Shirahoshi Poseidon. And then he's also going to have another world-destroying weapon. And Luffy's going to have to do a punch on all of them. It's uh, Pluton <laughs> and uh, Uranus. Which um, the Neptune yeah. voice actor in the dub pointedly says Uranus, <laughs> which is fine. I, I, what you're describing, I'm now realizing, is kind of a three Egyptian god cards situation. <laughs> I, I, I don't think One Piece will actually go to <laughs> stoop to that, but... But what if? Be, being like the final confrontation, be like, oh, he's got all the big bad weapons and you gotta stop him. Yeah, I guess I'm. I my line of thinking is like, well, one's gonna be on each each team. Like the Marines are gonna have one, Blackbeard's gonna have one, and Luffy's gonna have Shirohoshi. Oh, that's cooler. I I don't know if that's likely. I thought that would be again. Like I'm saying all the obvious easy stuff. <laughs> I don't know if Oda will take those routes. That's who could say. But uh, I don't remember the blueprints of something were destroyed in Water Seven. So one of them might be unattainable now, unless there's a copy, which. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I don't know. This is all big One Piece endgame stuff, probably, that'll come back up. Oh, probably. Um, 
but I mean, there's only so much we can speculate about it now. And it's just, it's fun to, to speculate and talk shit. Um, and if anything disproves what we're saying, shut up. Uh, next episode, 570. Uh, Neptune continues to basically say what we're talking about, that there's three of those world-ending entities. And uh, he's basically saying, oh, sure would be bad if someone was eavesdropping on us right now and knew <laughs> just how important Chirahoshi was. And wouldn't you know it, there's a little ear made of quicksand, made of swamp. He's the swamp-ass fruit. Caribou. Remember him? Unfortunately. The, uh, the third string villain <laughs> of this arc who hasn't been killed yet. Well, he's hearing this. Oh no, he's going to kidnap the big mermaid. Uh, he's going to try. Well, I, got, I think that's this episode. So we'll see him acting on this information later. But first, uh, Jinbei is like, hey, Luffy, do you realize that things have happened in the past two years? And Luffy's like, what? No, never considered it. So he drags him away <laughs> to, to talk about that. Um, and outside, they run in some other straw hats who have also left the party early. Uh, notably, Zoro and Nami are both like drunk trying to sober up. I think Sanji lost too much blood. Chopper's taking care of him and Usopp uh, just got fat again. <laughs> I think I think that's Usopp the spread. Needs, like a better like stress management, I think. I <laughs> Usopp Usopp needs to meditate. <laughs> that's why we're sponsored by Headspace. God, what if? <laughs> if we if we oh, would be so good at segueing into sponsors if people wanted to give us money. I think the pr- the problem with like unless we're part of some like gigantic media corp uh the, the we the only sponsors we can get are the ones like yeah your podcast gets 100 downloads a month uh plug this code <laughs> i don't yeah i've i've ugh, even as like heading this network i've never just like went out fishing for it because i don't want to anyways jinbei it's story time again with uncle jinbei <laughs> number one we know that Sengoku resigned. That came up before the time skip. However, he nominated Okiji to take his place. Can you imagine what a chill marine headquarters that would be? Literally and figuratively. That'd be pretty sweet. However, he's well regarded. People like him. And I'm sure that he didn't give a shit. He was just like, I don't know. I don't care to do anything. But then, <laughs> Sakazuki, also known as Akainu, the man who murdered Ace. He was like, no, wait, but I think it should be me. And I'm, I'm assuming that this is the point where Okizu was like, oh shit, I have to do this now because there's no way I let that guy lead the Marines. So how do you think they handled this dispute, this competition? Well, you're right. They fought for 10 days on an <laughs> island trying to kill each other. Men will fight for 10 days on an island instead of going to therapy. Uh-huh. Is that something there? Do, do I no. have a funny? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have thought of so many variants of that, and I never post them, because they're never worth it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but that is definitely true for Aka Inu. Uh, oh yeah, Luffy touches his scar when he hears the news that Aka Inu won. Bummer. You knew things had to get worse. That that's like that's not a fair matchup either. That's that's just no. like he's got lava. Kiji's got ice. Lava melts ice. That's not. Yes. That's not fair. <laughs> yes, he does. They just completely fucked up an entire mass of land. <laughs> and Okiji didn't die. He was hurt pretty badly. Akainu did not finish him off. 
Uh, and then Okiji, I, I'm assuming it's kind of subtext that he was like, this is the point I no longer want to be aligned with the Marines if this guy is in charge, and he leaves. And we can pretty easily, like, like I'm speaking from my own personal opinion, <laughs> but I mean, if you look at Okiji's actions, I feel like that's pretty strong subtext. <laughs> Believe what you wish. However, he fucking quits. And he was pretty strong, but according to Jinbei, the Marines have completely compensated for losing his strength. So he's like, all right, so Marines, stronger than before. I know they wrecked your shit and killed your brother, but now they're worse. <laughs> and uh, also Blackbeard, the, per- the another pivotal reason that your brother died, he's just completely taken Whitebeard's place. <laughs> and that, you know, sounds bad, but heh, hold on. Uh, they're also hunting down devil fruit users. Because we don't, I mean, we don't know the extent to this at all, but Blackbeard is able to extract devil fruit powers when he kills somebody. We know that because he took Whitebeards. We don't know how or that it could apply to other people, but uh, he's hunting down people and taking their fruit powers. (laughs) Chopper, of course, is like, oh no, they're going to take mine, the most useful fruit. (laughs) Which is very funny. I would say Brooks is probably the most useful fruit. If you take Brooks, he just dies. That's what's fucked up about that one. He's just gone. Pris- well, I mean, if you're taking... You have to kill people to take their fruits anyway. I mean, from what we know, he, could just, t- he could just extract their ability. We don't know that. Yes, to kill them. From what Jinbei's saying, it's death is required. <laughs> but I, Oda could reveal that that was a trick. I don't know. I don't care either way, but, uh, it, <laughs> God, Brooke, Brooke suddenly is like a vulnerable skeleton. And then I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, that's a good question. If you could magically remove a fruit from somebody, like because what happens the only reason Brooke I think he, like sea prism stone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, he just gets like weak. Yeah. He gets he weak in like, like the water die. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But the, the only since it's not specified, I, I could assume that he probably wouldn't be strong enough to just take on Whitebeard by by himself and, like, hold him Blackbeard? down and take it out. So, it, yeah, so he'd have to just, like, take the ability from him after he's dead. But, yeah, I don't know. I If if they don't have to die, I imagine we'll at some point get a horrifying, fucked up sequence of him just taking out someone's power. Can't imagine it's, uh... Probably. It's, uh, comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he didn't... We didn't see what he did to Whitebeard. Um, pointedly so. And maybe one day we'll know. I don't care what it looks like. I just, I don't know. Um, I just, it's one of those things that Oda has written into the story that I'm like, he'll tell me when he's ready. And if he does, if he doesn't tell me, I don't need to know. My trust is in this man for better or for worse. Often worse. Anyways, Jinbei worries about Luffy. I don't, I don't remember exactly like where his worry comes from. Is it, is he worried about his fruit? I think he's just like, I know that you have bad blood with Blackbeard. Is he going to come after Luffy for spite? <laughs> uh, is he going to just, like, I don't know. Uh, but wouldn't you know, Luffy's not worried. He's just eating. He's like, he's just like, he stopped listening. And Luffy's pretty much already over this lore dump. He's like, where is Shirahoshi? And she left the party to go take a nap. Luffy's like, oh, okay. Do y'all sense something bad happening? And Zoro and Sanji, like, <laughs> enter the frame, like, yes, us, the three strongest straw hats, can all sense that something is amiss. Which, I mean, could probably be chalked up to observation hockey, but doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just funny that they, there's like, oh, yes, 
we three together must march off. That they they go off and uh, Kirk, uh they were right. Uh, we see Shirahoshi content going to take her little nap. What a good party! I sure hope there isn't an evil swamp man on the ceiling going to try and <laughs> kidnap her and sell her off as a weapon to destroy the world to the Marines or a strong pirate. I still I still hate Caribou. The imagery of him holding a woman's mouth shut and suffocating her in swamp is unfortunately effective, at least for me. It makes me very unhappy to watch because it is as upsetting as it is. I think, I don't even know if it's trying to be as upsetting as it is. It's not supposed to be good. He's a bad guy, but it works. I'm upset watching it. Uh, but of course, this deflates pretty quickly, at least, because uh, Luffy walks in. And Zoro and Sanji. They're all just kind of like, hey, it's that guy. Didn't we fuck him up already? <laughs> and uh, Car- played for comedy, Caribou is like, shut up, Straw Hat. I'm busy right now. And he goes back to laughing and then slowly it dawns on him that he is going to die. <laughs> and it's just like a hard cut to him, his body flying away from the palace and down to Fishman Island. Which is a, a good visual gag. Of him just being launched because he is paper thin compared to Luffy. For all of the awful deeds he can accomplish when left alone. Problem solved. And I stopped paying attention at this point in the episode. uh, (laughs) But at some point, I think Neptune is like, oh yeah, we were going to give you all of our treasure, but that guy stole it. So Nami (laughs) launches all of them down to the island to go get it. I think that's (laughs) what happens. That happens after this, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> they probably the, talked. Oh yeah, Shirahoshi cries and grabs Luffy while he ignores her. Yeah, and then uh, I, I believe this is when we uh, see the stuff with what's happened to Hody and his friends. Oh man, they were not kidding about the effects of those pills <laughs> shortening your lifespan because they're all just old corpses now, not dead, but like decrepit. Um, so much so that Hody is like shaking the bars and like let me out i will give you your reckoning and then like his wrists break (laughs) and then his back gives out and then i don't know somebody else's back gives out ha 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 funny joke you get your comeuppance for (laughs) doing drugs i guess yep this is a sponsored by dare it's really weird yeah this is the this is the psa arc (laughs) don't do drugs and don't do racism (laughs) yeah two bad things to do Especially combined. <laughs> Bad enough on their own, but together, <laughs> yeesh! I guess, is this the first time we've seen a villain where they pointedly are like, there's no chance they come back? Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's been, like, when people go to prison or something, especially, like, post impel Down, I feel like there's a chance where you're like, am I going to see this person again? Luffy doesn't kill anybody. But this arc pointedly is like, they cannot dec- recover from the situation they're in. No. So that's interesting. <laughs> I I think it's really, like, it, it makes me wonder if, like, because they, they talk about the energy steroid and, like, that that's the mythical thing that ages the user. Some people said it, it just made you old. Some people said it made you stronger. So it does it's a myth, both. Yeah. yeah, it makes you stronger and it shortens your lifespan. And they loaded up on it so much that they just immediately become old. <laughs> I wonder if that means they're going to die in a month? Like, is it 
are they just jumping up and it's like, okay, now you have, you know, five years left on your life because you're effectively 75 or some shit. I don't know. Does it commute their prison sentence? <laughs> because they are now old. Probably not. Oh, dang. It would be funny if they tried to ask that <laughs> question, though. Well, it doesn't matter, though, because they're going to prison forever! <laughs> I love doing that voice, even though I don't think that's what Arlong sounded like in the four kids dub. But I just, every time I think about someone in One Piece going to jail, I think about <laughs> four kids making that a very strange change in uh, Arlong Park. Before this episode ends, there is one more plot beat, and that is the candy factory got fucked up. All the sweets that we had made were taken to the banquet for Luffy, and he ate them. <laughs> oh no, it also, we checked the fucking calendar. It's time for her payment of sweets. Big Mom, I mean. Sure would be bad if we can't give them to her because she would level a country for sweets. End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to know that we were going to get some Big Mom shit before the arc was over, right? Well, the, the, the factory got... Knocked down as well, so I figured mm -hmm. something would happen. <laughs> no, I mean, there's never consequences in One Piece. Are you kidding? Um, this arc is certainly not about consequences. <laughs> 571. Luffy finds Caribou's dumb corpse and gets their money. All the treasure that he had, <laughs> they tie up in three bags. Luffy, Zoro, Sanji are each carrying them. Yep. That'll come I, uh, up again later. I did like Neptune's conversation about the treasure being gone and <laughs> Nami just being like, so you don't care about it? He's like, no, I am just glad that my people are safe. She's like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> you can take literally all of our money. My people don't need it, apparently. <laughs> if you care so little about money, redistribute it. <laughs> Why even have the concept of, of wealth? <laughs> <laughs> don't care about it. Yeah, I, I, Why I don't is know. there any I, exchange of, of treasure and money? I, in a vacuum, I get where Neptune as a character is supposed to be coming from. Like, ah, w uh, my wealth as a king comes second to the fact that my, my people and my children are safe and this problem has been solved for us. But we... <laughs> immediately go to this next step of like, hmm, it's almost like your people's lives can be approved with wealth because you live in a society. <laughs> uh, becoming the Joker every day. Let's talk about a new character. Uh, which one? Peckhams. Oh, I love him. He's cute. He's a he's such a good guy. He's got cute little eyes. Um, he seems to be pretty insecure about it. <laughs> But he lifts up his, he has sunglasses, he's a little cat man, yeah. he's a little cat man, and he wears sunglasses, uh, I think he says, does he say Garchu a lot, or am I yeah. thinking of somebody else? Okay, good. I don't, I already don't remember what the dub does for his voice, but I think he just, like, maybe every now and then I'll go, like, Gar, and, like, in a word, in a way that One Piece characters do. But he has been sent here, this funky little cat man with sunglasses, is sent here by Big Mom to collect the candy offering. Uh, he dramatically lifts his sunglasses up to make a point, but when people see that he has tiny, cute little button eyes... Yeah, his eyes just like a little stuffed animal. Yeah, they have a hard time denying how cute he is, and this makes him upset because he's trying to be menacing. He does have a partner who we'll unfortunately have to talk about in a little bit. I think he's fine 
I, I, his dub voice is too much for me. <laughs> Luffy comes over. Luffy is conveniently walking towards the candy factory commotion. He doesn't understand that something bad is happening. And he's just like, oh, hey, people standing next to the candy factory. Thank you so much for all the candy I just ate. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is going to make the situation worse if they know that the candy we did have was given to somebody else. So Peckham's is like confronting Luffy, but Luffy laughs at his cute little eyes. And this is when Peckham's partner reveals himself, a man with extremely long legs, the normal amount of joints. He's not from the long leg tribe, but they are very, he's very tall. And he is wearing an eggshell, I guess. I think it's clothing. And he has a hat that is also a teacup and plate. And in the dub, he has an almost indecipherable French accent. Oh, no. He just looks like Eggman to me. He is. He is Eggman. <laughs> he is just Eggman. But, uh, I mean, they play a bit that, like, Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji only understand, like, 40% of what he's saying. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a comparable bit that he is doing a strong accent or having weird word choices in Japanese as well. Yeah, he does, like, just random French words in, in with his okay. Japanese. <laughs> That, I wonder how much of that is also just localization and subtitles. Because in the dub, it's just a very thick, fake French accent. And, of course, when I'm reading it, not understanding the Japanese, a lot of the, the, that stuff is just going to wash over me anyway. Uh, anyways, this guy's name is Baron Tamago. Also, of course, from, from Big Mom's crew. Weird-ass, egg-ass, teacup-on-head bitch. <laughs> he... Talks to Luffy about this little arrangement because Luffy's like, oh, yeah, you guys are from Big Mom. I think it's cool that she protects this place. He's like, <laughs> uh, that's not fucking what's going on here. This isn't a protection thing. This is uh, taking away as much candy as they can feasibly produce. If they can't provide their quota by tomorrow, the island's going to start being attacked, not just by everyone who might fear Big Mom's flag, but also Big Mom's pirates. We cut away now. Actually, no, before this, Sanji imagines a really hot lady of, oh, (laughs) this exchange, I'm assuming this is the same in subtitled, but, and this is, of course, reductive to a joke that says people make, so I'm sorry, but... Just to explain how absurd it is, Luffy, Sanji's like, ah, your captain wouldn't have the balls. And they're like, well, Big Mom doesn't, actually, but she'd still do it. And he's like, oh, Sanji's like, oh, well, I suppose that's different. And then he imagines a hot lady and he's like, I'm I, I still fight her, which is st- stupid. But um, <laughs> uh, but. Anyways, I also that bit is inevitable because uh, Big Mom is, as the name suggests, pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> and one, one Piece is uh, unfortunately predictable when it comes to these kind of uh, bits regarding how people look. Especially when they're evil, you know? I mean, like, yeah. Alvida is, is the, the Rosetta Stone to the two types of women notable, right? Unfortunately so. Uh, anyways, we cut away. To a location 
Jory, I'm sure you've never heard of before. Whole Cake Island? <laughs> no, sh- sh- nope. Don't I've know never what once, that is. It's never come up before a location <laughs> called Whole Cake Island. And um, we hear her laugh. And how would you describe the visage you see? Um, body horror is what that is. It's like Very it's large. Like a, it's like a fucked up Ghibli thing going on. It, that's a great call for this, for this imagery, <laughs> because it's almost entirely shadowed. Yeah. And you just kind of see, like, you know, the shape of her mouth, drool, some giant bloodshot eyes, and you can tell that she's huge. Like, just yeah. by her face is, like, bigger, like, significantly bigger than everyone that she's holding a conversation with in this scene. How do you like her, how do you like her laugh? I love Big Mom's laugh. It's uh, effective for what I think of when I think of a character named Big Mom who likes sweets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's something weird going on uh, with uh, her mouth. Um, All of it. She is uh, salivating a lot, and then uh-huh. uh, when it hits the ground, it makes it sound like acid, and there's like steam coming up. And uh, I have been told that her power is fucked up, and if her fucked up power is acid saliva, that's terrifying. <laughs> She's just a xenomorph. Um, uh, <laughs> Basically. Her power is fucked up. I think I think the idea of her, sa- her saliva being acid is not quite <laughs> where it ends up going. Although I can kind of look at what Oda ends up doing with her and see the connective threads from point A to point B. But yes, I mean, it's still scary <laughs> even just to see this. And uh, we see... Uh, a couple faces in this room, a tiny little man with, like, a mask over his face. I don't remember his name. Um, we also see a young girl with a third eye, and there's, like, a weird sentient piece of uh, blue goo next to her. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly uh, insignificant. Uh, hot girl and her podcast boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You're right. Notably... No, I won't say it. Um, I just You can see her third eye. I'll say that. I think it's interesting that you can... That it's just like her hair is pulled back and you can see it. Big Mom is learning... You know, she's like, where's my candy? I want my candy. So she calls... I guess it's Peckham's phone? Because it rings next to, you know, the factory. Um, maybe it's just the candy factory phone. And they happen to be nearby. I missed that specific detail. But it's ringing... Uh, we cut back there, and Peckham's and, and Baron Tomago are, of course, like, oh, shit, now we gotta deal with this. And I, as I said, at some point in Marineford, storied history of Lufering answering phones that he shouldn't. Because <laughs> he does it again. Uh, he answers the phone to say, hey, what do you want? I'm Luffy, I'm gonna be king of the pirates. <laughs> as he does when he answers any phone. I'm kind of combining a couple lines, because he answers the phone and he's like, who the fuck is this? Uh, (laughs) who are you shut up uh big mom's mom's like well that's not peckham's or tom ago what the fuck where is this where's my candy i think you know this is first he says his name he says monkey d luffy i'm gonna be king of the pirates yo ho ho name of the treasure on the grand line and he does the whole one piece rap uh which is an interesting choice i think creatively but she recognizes his name. She's like, Monkey D. I know you. You're Garp's grandson. You fucked up a bunch of shit in that, in that war two years ago. And Luffy's like, shut up! There's no more candy I ate at all! 
<laughs> Luffy's just uh, just fucking pissed on the phone. Yeah, I want to see Luffy order pizza. <laughs> Truly, the the person meat lovers was named for, right? Absolutely. Has there ever been a pizza deal with One Piece? I know there's like the Evangelion and the Code Geass pizza, but like One Piece has kind of had just like so many. That's like I One don't Piece actually know how many. Food. One Piece well, like so brand good. deals. Like, is this a Patreon episode? Is there enough? <laughs> <laughs> one piece. That when I look up fast food cross, let's just do one piece fast food. Oh, of course, one, it just one piece. Is. Four kids up crocodile talks about fast food. I always forget one that one piece is just a type of swimsuit because I'm an idiot. Maybe not. Maybe there aren't enough. Uh, I mean, one piece is big enough that it doesn't have to. Maybe that's the difference. But I just like I want to see Luffy's face. McDonald's one piece Happy Meal toys. Ooh, wonder if I can track those down on eBay. I, I just, it crossed my mind of, like, is there a lot of those? Because there are so many infamous anime brand deals like that. Like, we, like Evangelion has so many. There, I could have done a whole episode of Nervous Rex on it, and I, I almost regret not doing it because of just, like, shave impact alone <laughs> is a 30-minute is a discussion. But I would, I, I, now I'm curious to look up more One Piece ones later. Um, anyways... I just think it'd be cool to see his face on, like, a bucket of KFC. Anyway, uh, Luffy's like, there's no more candy I ate at all. She's mad about this. He is like, I'll give you all the treasure I have to replace it. Which, we he just picked up three giant bags of treasure, the entire wealth of a country. <laughs> uh, she's like, no, you fucking idiot. I can't eat money, you d- dipshit. <laughs> she's got her priorities in place. She just wants candy. I appreciate it. Gotta respect. Uh, is Big Mama girl boss? That is the answer. That is a question <laughs> we must boss, answer. Baby. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she is. She is one of the four emperors. She is the only empress. That's true. So thus, girl boss. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Tamago runs over and is like trying to get her to consider this. Kid fucked up for ships. We haven't been making money because you just want to eat sweets. Just let us take the fucking money. <laughs> Please, God. Yeah, it is interesting. He, he does mention that kid, uh, our, our good buddy uh, and fucked up man, uh, <laughs> Captain Eustace Kid, fucked up some of Big Mom's ships. And uh, she's unhappy with this. I think she eventually comes around to it because they do get the treasure. But I think I just missed the con. Like, how. I think I just missed them coming to an agreement yeah we didn't get to see them coming because the most we saw was just her going okay why why i don't want money i want king don't tell don't tell me what to do you egg cup (laughs) bastard but before this episode ends there is of course one very important thing that luffy does say to her well she's going on some rant about like oh luffy you gonna cost so much of a stir come to the big world or fuck she's big mom come to the new world where she'll be, you know, waiting for him more or less. And everyone's like, oh, God, she's just going to fucking murder him. Like, people in the crowd, like, know that Big Mom is a monster. And he's like, okay, I'm going to come to the New World and kick your ass. And then I'm going to make Fishman Island mine. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that th- this ever happens. Um, <laughs> the, here's, here's the thing that it's, it's super cool that Luffy's like, Fishman Island's going to be my territory. I like that. That's really fun. But the thing that it, that immediately sticks out in my brain is you have like 
eight people in your crew, seven, eight people in your crew. The, the whole you, thing. You raise with, the whole thing point. with Whitebeard and Big Bob is they have a fleet. They have a full yep. fucking fleet. <laughs> so if something's going on there, they can they can send someone off to go there. Luffy's mm-hmm. not going to send like, hey, Zoro, go and take care of this because Zoro's going to get lost. Then he has to send Zoro and Nami. That's not gonna. Get, they're not gonna get along very well. Neither of them can all. Luffy's also, gonna get lost. <laughs> Luffy's gonna get lost. And they don't know how to cook. Like, <laughs> yeah. It is. It is a difficulty when you make a perfect cast for your shonen that is the right size. Uh, but then you also introduce this idea of like, like territory, yeah. and like yeah. land. <laughs> yes, and I mean that's uh, an ex an excellent thing to question when luffy is saying i'm going to make this island my property because because he wants to give this island even though he won't say it and he does he denounces the idea of being a hero he, he wants this island to had have what whitebeard gave it yeah that's he wants this place to be protected and uh yeah yeah he's just gonna surely it will never come up again um oda is so forgetful with uh things that he writes in his manga so i'm sure he'll big mom's probably nowhere on the board for him and this isn't a plot line going through his head at all she's gonna um she'll probably she'll probably uh, was she in stampede (laughs) 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 said everyone's there (laughs) is she in stampede (laughs) no no she's not in stampede (laughs) Uh, 572. The plot must go on. Speaking of, Usopp is talking about leaving the island. This makes Shirohoshi cry because now she's back by the straw hats again. Oh, yeah. I, you, I guess just to go back a second, your very astute observation, I think, is also being made by the camera because as Luffy is saying, his crew is going to come kick Big Mom's ass and her crew and make a whole island his territory you're looking at all of his crew members who are not even aware he's starting this fight (laughs) at least at least when he declared war on the world government that one time they were all lined up in agreement this is him going off making a fucking prank phone call and like (laughs) zoro and sanji are just like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do the last two people you want uh, trying to rein in Luffy. Um, anyways, yeah, Usopp is talking about it's time to leave. Shiro, she's crying. Uh, Frankie fucks off because he has to do work on the ship, which I guess kind of comes up. He has to do something special to get them back up to the surface. Here's a new plot line to enter this. all of this. Uh, the minister of the left is like, ah, yes, here's the manifest of all the things that were stolen from that particular uh, treasure hoard. Um, oh, interesting. The tomate box is on here. We talked about that a little bit. It had a special treasure in it. That'll come up again. I think he's just... I think in this scene, we already know he's distressed about it. Yeah. Okay. It just cuts away. Why is he distressed? I'm sure we'll find out. Caribou wakes up, notices that all of his treasure was taken, vows to get it back. I don't... I already forgot what happens to him. I'm sure we'll see it, though. And uh, next up, we have a conversation between Neptune and Jinbei. I love the way these episodes just, like, casually dole out information that compounds on itself. Uh, (laughs) 
so good. Mm, chef's kiss. Love this shit. Neptune's like, so how are the Sun Pirates doing? Um, since <laughs> you're the only one who's been in this arc. And he's like, well, ever since we partnered with Big Mom, it sure has been fine. <laughs> uh, he doesn't, he's like, look, to keep everyone safe, it's, it, you know, the best thing to do is partner with a warlord. Kind of what you got to do in the new world. And, you know, guarantees his safety, certainly helps with Fishman Island as a whole, uh, to have, you know, Jinbei there as a more or less representative. Jinbei is, however, worried about the island if he does get away from Big Mom and joins Luffy, which he wants to do. And Neptune's like, oh, it'll be fine. If we can't put up her flag, I think one with a straw hat would be good. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically the line. Yeah. And it's a cute moment. We're thinking about all the shit that Luffy's doing miles away. And uh, what if it got worse? The minister runs in and says, hey, bad news. The tomate box was in that treasure that Caribou stole and now Luffy is taking. But I might have rigged it with explosives 10 years ago to ward off thievery. And they're like, oh, fuck. Okay, uh, just let's uh, just stop Luffy. And uh, we'll just make sure that we take it and no harm, no foul. We can avoid this as long as he hasn't opened it yet. Um, Luffy walks in and says, hey, gave all the treasure to Big Mom. (laughs) So that's just like, oh, God, just fucking just handing out all of this shit. Just a a perfect like three card. I don't know enough about card games to say like a good like, I don't know. You sweep the team or whatever the fuck, because you get all of this shit. He's starting with Big Mom. I'm going to kick your ass. I'm starting this fight. I'm going to take Fishman Island. Off screen, Jinbei's like, I'm partnering with Big Mom, by the way. Uh, oh, wouldn't it be bad if Luffy opened this explosives? No, Luffy gave the explosives to Big Mom. <laughs> Just so good. We're it's so fun. Gonna blame Luffy, not us. <laughs> so good. Feed it to me like grapes. Uh, Nami is, of course, mad that he gave away the treasure because she's Nami. She electrocutes him, which is interesting. How is she, how I don't know how she did that. I love it whenever Nami can completely do damage on Luffy. Again, N- Nami has hockey confirmed as, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> hockey lightning. Uh, I, I kid. Um, Neptune and the minister are uh, shitting their proverbial pants. They don't have legs. <laughs> if, a, if a fish man wore, if a, if a merman wore pants, would it be like this or like this? They don't tell them about it. No, they're just like, mm. especially because, and this is something that comes up again later. Half of the straw hats are already shitting their pants because they're <laughs> like, oh, Big Mom's just going to kill us as soon as we get to the new world. Great. Cool. Love it. Love it. Um, so Neptune's like, let's not make um, them even more scared for their lives and not tell them that they accidentally gave a bomb to uh, an yeah. emperor in exchange for something they'd already upset her about. They're like, I don't know, maybe she won't open it. Maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> um, anyways, Caribou tries to... Caribou sees uh, the three bags of treasure with Peckham's and Tomago. He runs in, pulls some guns out of his goo, and tries to gun them down. However, Peckham's is also a turtle. He is. What if a cat ate a turtle fruit? What if? He, he goes into his little turtle shell, protects himself, <laughs> yeah. and uh, when he comes out, he just bodies Caribou in, like, one punch. 
<laughs> I can't believe a pirate of the Big Mom Pirates would be so strong. Can't yeah, well, it's really, it's really know, surprising. Caribou's bounty was two hundred million. Pegums was like three hundred some million. They do. So. They do point out their bounties in lieu of power levels. The only time power levels had to come up is when there was military people who didn't have bounties. <laughs> and I do like the uh, idea of them using bounty levels instead of power levels because it's not like a concrete, like, you have to bullshit your way to be able to beat them. It's like, well, my number's bigger now, so I win. Well, now, that's just, the thing. It's like, like, they, it's like a fun, they go like, up standard. because <laughs> they're, like, recognized for fucking shit up. And, like... Because of that, they're not even, like, so rigid because you're like, oh, well, that hasn't updated since Luffy did that. Certain things he's done aren't even, like, known about. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I think it works really well as um, a stand-in for that sort of thing. Like, if someone's bounty is high, you know they can do a lot of shit. But it's not, like, a power scanner thing, and it's not like, oh, well, I'm raising my power level by taking off my weighted clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, Caribou's fucking, I mean, he's not dead. I wish he was dead, but, uh, he's bodied pretty fucking hard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, they leave with a treasure, Peckham's and, uh, Tomiko. I believe that's the last of them we see. Yeah, cause then they go up, up to the new world. <laughs> Great. And we don't pass them when we go up there either. <laughs> uh, so Luffy and the gang meet up with Frankie on the Sunny. They're going to head out in the next episode. But before we get it to be continued, somewhere near the red line, there's a marine ship. Filled with simps. <laughs> That's the be- best way to put it. I mean, yes. Uh, we, see, we see some pirates uh, emerging from the water. They're, uh, I, I believe, the freed. It is explained they're the freed people from before. They're popping up. They're trying to go to the New World, but they are immediately squanched by some marines. There's some mindless action going on, but eventually someone, a woman, starts to take charge and push all the pirates back. Before we see her, we actually see someone cleaning a pair of glasses, <laughs> which is good. And wouldn't you know it, it's Tashiki. I love Tashiki. She's captain now. She's, She's captain. a captain. She's the captain now. She's pointing at the pirates. <laughs> and... She's, like, scolding them about, like, this is how you deflect a cannonball. This is how you do this and this. But she's actually scolding the mast of the boat. <laughs> and then she gets her glasses back. And, yeah, they say that she's a captain. She, I don't remember how this conversation goes. They are all simps for her. Yeah, she's like... They're, they're all calling her very cute and pretty, which is true. And she's like, I'm in, yeah, she's like, I'm in charge. <laughs> you have to respect me. And they're like, well, of course we respect you. You're too hot not to. Which is, like... <laughs> So fucking stupid. It's funny because I because of what it's like making fun of, but also this is One Piece. But if she's here, does that mean? Oh shit! Just off screen, we see White Chase Smoker and his alt right haircut, and he's got more face scars. He he started yeah. to look like Crocodile. I think we talked about his time skip design because uh, on the Patreon because he was in a video game. But, or maybe we just, like, didn't because this was coming eventually. I don't remember. Uh, I think he was in Burning Blood. But, yeah, he has a new haircut. He's got scars. You know, I guess he's had a long two years, too. But he's tied up these pirates, and he's, like, they're saying, like, oh, come on, we were down, we were held up by Hody. And they're like, oh, that's why no pirates have been coming through lately. 
And they were like, but he was stopped by somebody, but we're not going to say who. And then they do. They're like, it was Straw Hat Luffy. And S- Smoker's like, yeah, fucking, I could have guessed that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's the main character of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, he says, in the dub at least, the wording is he already knew that. Yeah. And I was just like, how? <laughs> is- <laughs> Like, I, I say I could have guessed that as, like, I guess that's what he's saying, but I don't know. Uh, I guess Smoker is in the New World now, waiting for Luffy. Something that we couldn't have predicted by him transferring to the New World for specifically this reason. <laughs> that's the end of that episode, want, though. He wants that straw hat, boy. does. Why? I guess just because he can't. It's the one thing he can't seem to do. Yeah. It's, it's, his, uh, it's his, his white whale. As he's white chase. 573. We start with our final look, I believe, at Charlie. Yeah. Um, our hot shark fortune teller. And she's uh talking to the girls of the Mermaid Cafe, like, look, tourism's probably gonna get better now. <laughs> I don't know exactly. I guess because Hody's gone, like people won't be kidnapped or slaved. I don't know. But yeah. Um she's talking about tourism. And uh Kami's there and she notices that the crystal ball is broken. And he's like, is that a good idea? And she was like, I don't think I should be looking forward anymore. Really just stresses me out. And, <laughs> you know, if it if it showed me the vision of Luffy doing something bad, I'd really like to just be wrong on this one. And Kami is like, oh, but she's never been wrong before. But Luffy wouldn't do this. <laughs> right? Like, she's like, I guess we just have to trust Luffy. Also, I don't know. It's so easy for us to rationalize how Luffy being the reason Fishman Island is destroyed can be spun into a good thing because yeah. we're like, well, <laughs> if they want to go to the surface, chances are it's going to happen before the show's over, right? But I don't know. It or, you know, he can shows, just have the like shows a sc- for kids. scary standoff with someone that <laughs> ends in the place burning and that's what they have to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's Oda is planting a seed for eventually. I'm sure. Or Luffy comes back to Fishman Island and it's all on fire. Like that's all. <laughs> like Luffy being there, they're being fired. Those two could be unrelated, really. Yeah, but I I don't know. That's the visual we see. But she seems to say like 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 she says how it's interpreted to her. I don't know. Maybe can she? It's it's not really explained <laughs> enough to say if it's just a visual. And she's like, well, this clearly must mean that he's going to destroy the island, but. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Probably never going to come up again anyway. Oda forgets everything. Yeah. So the fishmen are giving the Straw Hats some supplies before they head off. Very surprising here. Shirahoshi is crying. My notes are whiplashing. It says here now Sanji and Brooke are horny. Uh, it's it's not for Shirahoshi crying. It's just in general uh, at, at <laughs> yeah. mermaids. Yeah. Because the mermaids are, uh, are sad to see them go and tell them to come back and... Uh, Brooke sings a song about his new life on Fishman Island with the mermaids, and Sanji is talking about how he's achieved his all-blue dream. <laughs> I suppose he did. And now he has no more reason to travel anymore. He can leave the show. <laughs> no, unfortunately, that's not the case. Uh, Neptune is, like, just deciding to not tell them before they go that they sent a bomb to Big Mom. Uh, Big Bomb to Big Mom. Um, and, the, and the minister of the left's like, oh, maybe they're duds, you know? Like, I did that 10 years ago. There's a chance. Uh, and then I don't remember who gives this to Nami, but she gets a new log post, which was... One of the ministers. Okay. 
Uh, this was gestured towards uh, by probably the same minister a while ago at the beginning of the arc. It, it's a new log pose. Uh, it's got three needles on it, and they explain why. And I'm sure in the middle of this explanation, you knew exactly how it was going to go. Because um, they're like, yeah, there's three needles. It assesses the next three islands. Um, <laughs> because, the I don't know, magnetic fields are even more bullshit on the New World. There's more islands. But these, these needles will uh, react to kind of the energy of the location. So, like, the one <laughs> the with the most... Ar- you get the vibes. So the one with the most erratic movement has the worst vibes. It's a place you should avoid because it is extremely dangerous. And I'm sure you already knew immediately what was oh, going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Luffy's like, <laughs> Luffy in a body horror sequence wraps his neck around <laughs> Nami. <laughs> and she's horrified by it. It's just like, ooh, that one's going crazy. That's where the party's at. Let's go. Yeah. It is interesting. Like this. This joke is good, and this premise of, like, you need a new log pose in the new world is good. It is interesting that I don't know if it's ever really come up. <laughs> like, they're on such a, a, a railroad track from location to location starting next time we record. Uh, but I wonder if it's ever going to really, like, come up again. Um, but I, we can get more into that conversation later. This scene's very funny. It is very terrifying to see Luffy, Luffy's head and long neck on screen, but not his body. <laughs> but yes, it's it's as expected. Uh, they're about to head off, but first, Jinbei comes. He and Luffy lock eyes. But they don't say anything, but they know what is being said, which is, uh, until next time. <laughs> and, and until the obligations have been taken care of and he can join the crew, which... Surely it will happen at some point. And after the eye catch, uh, they're setting off, but Shirahoshi has to come say goodbye on her own first. Um, she, like, stops them. And uh, she says she won't cry as much the next time they meet, and she wants to go on a walk with Luffy again. He's like, yeah, sure, of course, whatever. Uh, also, yeah, I, this a line that unintentionally made me laugh is just like, oh, okay, you want to go see your mom's grave again? Like, <laughs> yeah, just a very charming delivery of a sad line <laughs> she says no she says she wants to see a real forest on the surface she wants to go up there and luffy's like okay i'll take you i promise and uh they all do a, a pinky promise she puts out her giant fucking pinky uh <laughs> luffy wraps his around hers because he's made her very rubber. fun it's it's a great visual and like everybody's standing around does uh puts their pinky on it too uh notably zoro and frankie aren't nearby but it's fine they're still on board at the same and um what a what a, what a fun goodbye they get to have back on the shore neptune says they'll never forget what they did for us and we see a kid being like i want to get a straw hat so i can be like my hero luffy and the dad's like we don't have straw hats here hey, kid shut up and he's like well then go to the surface and get one he's like oh there's fucking humans up there you kidding me uh, and he's like, wait, hold on. I have to reset my brain. Racism's bad. Ugh. I mean, some humans are bad, but Luffy's cool. And then um, Jinbei is like, I'm going to talk to a merchant to get some some straw hats brought down here. And the next time he goes up to the surface for stuff, fine, cute, whatever. What if every time Luffy left anywhere, there was just someone being like, I have to wear a straw hat now <laughs> to honor 
Luffy. Just like every time we go back and look at other locations, like, oh, let's see how Doctorine is doing on... <laughs> I almost said a different island name, on a, a Drum Island. And she's just wearing a straw hat now. She's just a big fan. <laughs> that's what that's why like i i know i've i've brought this up before i can't remember if it was on patreon or regular episode i just i want a filler arc where they go to an island that's just filled with pirate otaku who just have like merchandise and shit made for their favorite pirates <laughs> there's just like a weird fandom island to treat the pirates mm-hmm. like their form of entertainment <laughs> yeah because there has to be people who follow along with like the news and like oh hell yeah luffy's doing good that's my guy you're suggesting that out there somewhere there's a Luffy stand. Oh, absolutely. 1,000 million percent. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll see. Who could say? <laughs> okay, so now they're actually leaving. Frankie, uh, they're, they're in the ocean. Frankie pulls out some cubes uh, to help them ascend, which I guess makes sense to me. I guess they're hollow or something, but it's like a string of like specific wooden cubes helping them uh, go up faster. And Luffy says, wow. Once we're in the new world, Shanks won't be far away. And then the opening starts playing. Uh, we get a, a nice flashback to Shanks giving him the hat. Also Ace dying while this very <laughs> upbeat song plays. Yeah. And uh, uh, did you forget that Ace died? Uh, and then Jinbei telling him he still has friends. Uh, Rayleigh saying, don't let anything stop you from... I don't, I don't know what he said on uh, fucking Saba Odi. Also, Kobe. We get a flashback to Kobe, like, mentioning the New World for the first time. Um, and then uh, everybody on the ship gets their own little quip to, uh, to chime in, being like, oh, man, I, I don't remember what any of them say. <laughs> but it's pointedly funny, again, that Robin doesn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> everyone has their own quip of, like, going into the New World. Uh, Usopp's got it. I'm a strong warrior of the sea. Robin just laughs when it gets to her at the end. Sure, I guess she's not going to be like, oh man, imagine all the history I'll find up there. Like, that's what it would be, but we don't even get that. I don't know, the episode's over. It felt like the that um, Fishman Island was like when you boot up Kingdom Hearts 3 and it's like, ha, Kingdom Hearts 2.9, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is that. In a way, it it's is like, kind of. Because we're, we're not, not in the, the new next world chunk yet. of the show. <laughs> we're not the... really. You have to reassess. You have to grapple with the time that you've been away. Uh, and now you can go into the new world and kickstart the next 400, 500 episodes plotline. One more episode we're going to discuss. 574. It's so much lighter than the last one. It's honestly not a great stopping place because of that. But it is the end of the arc. And uh, the next time uh, we're actually... It's, we're, it, it is them getting above the surface of the water and there is some cute stuff in it but it's sad oh yes yes uh it's similar to when they came down it's just a lot of like oh yep this is the stuff (laughs) that would happen in water i guess (laughs) notably this this is also an example of like one chapter being dragged out for a whole episode uh there's a lot of stuff that's extended flashbacks added stuff like that so i'll call out a couple of those as we go past them but uh 574 they're floating on up, some nice jellyfish. Nami is uh, showering, and uh, I don't know if you would believe this, but this is actually extended. Uh, they, put, they put in more of this in the anime than uh, originally drawn. Can you imagine them extending 
Anami showering sequence. <laughs> the note actually in, on the wiki says they extend Sanji and Brooke peeping on her. I don't know if they added him, added them in, and then her electrocuting them or not. Also, Chopper's there. She's like, "Do yeah. you want to like? I invented this shower tempo. Do you want to try it, Chopper?" And he's like, "Nah, I bathed two days ago. <laughs> I'm good. I brushed my my fur two days ago, so I'm fine." <laughs> Yeah, but I think, like Chopper's like that does look like cotton candy though, and I like cotton candy. Yeah, but after it electrocutes the boys, uh, he no longer wants it. <laughs> and there's still a bunch of fan servicey shots afterwards. So what's the point of, of electrocuting peeping people if the gaze <laughs> is still so pointed? Anyways, well, you know we gotta see Nami's big boobies. They gotta show them to us. If if How- what even is the point of the show if not for that? Right? How are we supposed to know it's been two years if we don't get to see how much bigger they've gotten? Like, that's that's really what they're doing here. And they're doing a good job at letting us know if time has passed. Because otherwise we wouldn't have known, obviously. Nope. We would not have known her hair is identical. Everything else about her identical is the only thing that we can track time with is the size of her fucking knockers. <laughs> yep. um, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful that they delivered. Fucking awful podcast we make. Um... <laughs> Outside, uh, various boys, I don't remember who, Luffy, probably Luffy, Zoro, and someone else, uh, arguing about, like, catching a fish to cook. <laughs> yeah. It's so dragged out. Uh, oh, Usopp's working on something at some point. I don't even think I wrote this down. Uh, Usopp is working on making something, but we don't see what. Apparently, it is shown in the manga, and in the anime, they hide it until uh, it's finished. I guess it comes up in the next arc. I don't know what he's making. But, yeah, so they're making... Uh, they're trying to catch the fish. They eventually do... Like, they catch a fish, and then a bigger fish eats that. So they have, a like, a fish on top of a fish attached to... God, what were they even catching it with? Because it's attached to the boat. It, it was like a double hook. <laughs> they just okay. combined hooks to make a big hook. What if there was two hooks? <laughs> I like um, Frankie going, oh, man, I hope we have a fish that pairs good with cola. <laughs> of course. I mean, yeah, this is like downtime down where we just need everyone to remind us, us of their personality. Because you know what? It's easy to forget. If this, if this show didn't frequently remind me that Frankie drank cola, how would I know? <laughs> I, have a, I have a goldfish brain. I watch One Piece. Uh, <laughs> And it's like them pointing out all the different fish, like, oh, man, that one looks pretty good. Damn, that one looks pretty good. Luffy's like, hell yeah, that one looks good. And it's just like an ugly mm-hmm. blobfish, which blobfish yeah. don't look like that underwater. D- do you know why blobfish look the way they do? Uh, they only do that when they're very depressed. No, I don't know. Um, They're like regular fish underwater, but because they're such a deep sea fish, when they like die and rise up to the surface, they like explode and turn into that. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's terrifying. I hope that happens to me when I die. I just look like <laughs> me a, too. Just deformed. Anyways, there's a they add a scene where Nami's getting dressed. Can't believe they would add more of that. And uh, eventually, there is a conflict. Uh, there is a strong current called the White Strum that they are near. Uh, Robin recognizes it. Nami also from the bathroom recognizes it and runs out. Can't believe this is what happens when I leave you alone for ten minutes. A natural disaster happens. Basically. <laughs> it's your guys' fault. And uh, they're getting dragged into it. 
uh, because of their big stupid fish uh, that is hanging off the side of their boat. This is a very weird note that I have, like, I've left this tab open because I didn't want to forget this. But there is a note uh, on the wiki of, of one of the changes from the manga, which is, spoilers, they get dragged into the White Storm. They bounce around in it for a while. Robin's like, oh yeah, no one who ever gets into it lives, so they're all going to die. Notably, in the White Storm chaos, in the anime, Nami loses her shoes and afterwards remains barefooted. <laughs> in the manga, that isn't there. So it's whoever, like, the animation team was like, gotta amp this up somehow. <laughs> we, need, we need toes. <laughs> we gotta, gotta have get toes. The, gotta get the toes out. So strange. Um, I mean, they're sandals anyway, but I guess it's just like, now you got, I guess they're like really into the souls. bottoms of feet. Yeah. You gotta get the soles in. And yeah, Brooke's already here. We got enough. <laughs> we got all the soul we need. Anyways, I just wanted to make sure I called that out because it's <laughs> such a weird note. Also that someone noticed it and wrote it down uh, for me to read it on a podcast. Does this episode have a specific mark on the feet wiki? I have to imagine. <laughs> Uh, just Google Nami feed, it'll come up. <laughs> Anyways, so the conflict here is that they don't want to give up the fish they caught um, to save themselves, so they end up in the stream. I don't remember what knocks them out of it. Is it the whales? Or is it just... So. Eventually they're knocked out of it, and they're like, oh man, what's this huge wall we're up next to now? And it opens its eye, and it's a whale. Um, And they're just in like a whole fucking family of whales now. One of them has a bunch of scars on its head. Actually, a couple of them do, but right away they see one. As expected, Brooke has a whole fucking breakdown. Yeah. Thinking it's Laboon, and pretty quickly they're like, no, it can't be. He couldn't have gotten to this side of the red line. Uh, he's, he's too, too big. big. He is too big. But these are the same types of whales. And interestingly enough, yeah, a lot of, some, some of them do have the same types of scars on their head. But Brooke just goes on a whole fucking thing like, Eventually, it's like, well, maybe it's their family. And he's, like, yelling at them that Laboon is okay. My good friend Luffy says he's okay. We're going to go back and get him, and then we'll bring him here to rejoin his family. It is very touching to to just include this scene that is really just for Brooke. Why not? We're underwater. He, God, he, he sings a little bit. And, uh, oh, there's a very funny gag here uh, where Sanji's like, this isn't the time to pay attention to the whales. I have to make sure everyone is okay and we didn't lose them off the ship. Nami? Robin? Okay, we're good. <laughs> Let's go. A- another, another, like that bit extends where he's like, well, Nami's a navigator. We're going to ask her for what to do next. And she's like, I think we should do nothing. And he's like, great. Okay, we're doing nothing. I <laughs> uh, love it when there's a good bit. I love it when Sanji's jokes can be funny and don't make me upset. So yeah, Brooke is talking to the whale family about Laboon. I don't know if I'm supposed to believe they are actually related, or if they're just whales, and this is how Brooke is going to handle every whale sighting. I'm fine either way. None of the whales can talk, so it's not like we're going to get a confirmation of like, ah, yes, lost my son Laboon 60 years ago. (laughs) Sticks out a cigarette, haven't heard that name in a long time. (laughs) Eventually, Brooke just jumps up to the top of the ship and, uh, Plays his song and sings to everybody, and a one of the whales like pushes the ship upward, like it's on top of its head and it's scarred up head and is pushing it forward. Everyone thinks about their time over the past two years, or like, oh man, everything I went through, and 
we're finally going to get here to the new world. Luffy runs up to the front of the ship, and they all count down like it's fucking New Year's. I mean, they time it pretty well, because when they're done counting down, they are on the surface. They're officially there in the new world. The whales depart. I think Brooke probably thanks them and says some more shit. Immediately, the seas are fucking choppy and rough. Uh, There are some marine ships ahead. So wouldn't you know it, the new world is bad, and they're not going to be able to rest for a single second. Can't believe nope. it. So that's our stopping point. Another notable thing that I will point out that's different from the manga is, originally, in the manga, they come up, and there's just an island right in front of them. That island is Punk Hazard. <laughs> uh, and that's, they go there immediately. However, there's like four filler episodes in between now and Punk Hazard starting. So... The anime is like, we'll fudge it. They'll see marine ships, and they'll get to that island after the filler episodes. And we're actually, we are going to discuss these filler episodes, because uh, this is the point where the anime decides to do something new, which is, what if we made a filler arc that set up a movie? (laughs) So, I think it's March when we're doing it, but there is four filler episodes called the Z's ambition arc it is setting up film z and we're going to talk about all of the film z stuff and do a commentary of the movie on our patreon well i think it was for march because we were going to do the nami thing for february but we moved that to january yeah but i think nami just switched with toriko which should be this month february now okay um and we're i think this is a march episode so (laughs) we're just so far ahead, so if I'm not staring at the schedule, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, we are going to talk about those episodes, talk about the movie on the Patreon, um, but next time in the main feed, we're starting Punk Hazard, baby. I'm looking forward to it, and Jory, I'm excited to hear all of your big brain predictions after we do our plugs, but, you know, contractually, we have to do the plugs first. Oh, apparently the One Piece wiki has been around 15 years now. Jesus Christ. Damn. Their, their, new lo- their logo says celebrating 15 years, and I was like, One Piece is much older than that. Oh, wait, I guess the wiki's been 15 years old. Thank you for your service, because I look at it a lot. I guess it's time to, to do those ding-ding plugs then. Unless, I don't know, do you have any lingering thoughts on Fishman Island now that we're done with it? You kind of des- you described it as Kingdom Hearts 2.9, which is correct. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I want to I want to see them fight a bad guy where I'm going. Oh no! At that's that's what I'm that's where what I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, I. When is the next time we will truly think? Does Luffy have this? Yeah, where there's some kind of like vague like tension at least because I don't know with H- Hordy the whole time like this drug's gotta fail at some point or we know yeah. Luffy could beat him because we saw him losing at the beginning of the arc. So like he can't, yep. how's he going to suddenly be winning? <laughs> it's, it's a tightrope walk that a uh, Hody as a villain is, is thrust upon. Y- you can kind of see the arc struggling to make it work by like, ah, they have to fight in water. Noah falling on the Island is now the danger, but also Noah falling on the Island is such a big deal. You, at least for us, I don't think we're really worried about that happening. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a very specific thing it's trying to do. Uh, arguably doing too many things, because 
it's that, but also it's responding to Arlong Park and racism. But I don't know. I like a lot of parts about it. And I really like all the episodes we've done on it. I hope our listeners do, too. And they go to patreon.com slash wearewatchingop and give us money. Please. Uh, you get to listen to these episodes early. You get to listen to our bonus episodes, uh, which include commentaries on movies, fun little one-offs. We've done some videos playing video games. I think uh, February would have... Yeah, we haven't done it yet, but our February would have been uh, the, the second Toriko crossover. And, um, which I think Sanji is in more of, which of course he should be because food, <laughs> food, <laughs> uh, thank you so much to everybody who supports us names. <laughs> thank you to our patrons for the month of March, Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Anton, Ashok, Becca, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie Ziz, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Luke, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, McFoley, 299, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Riley, Roger, Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vodaki. You put a pronunciation guide and I'm still not confident i'm not smart enough to read a pronunciation guide but thank you so much thank you everybody march episode bonus episode is going to be a sort of normal recap like we do here but for the four episode filler arc uh z's ambition we're also going to talk about glorious island which is like a 11 minute uh prequel to film z and then next month april will be the commentary track for film z we're gonna split them up like that uh mainly for our own uh, workload uh, but thank you so much again to everybody patreon.com slash we are watching op if you want to join the we are fleet can i say that sure we don't have like a crew name because it's the podcast is just the name of it i'm hitting stop but yeah uh thank you again uh patreon.com slash we are watching op and uh jory the only jory tell us oh, where we can me. find you on the internet uh, you can find me on Twitter at no, I'm Jory. And so uh, if, if you find someone else trying to be Jory, that's not true. They're, they're not. There is someone who has no, I'm Jory as like their display name, but they don't have any followers or not following anyone. And they have no tweets, but they have had their account since 2015. And uh, I, I want to know what I can do to, to get rid of them trying to make up these lies. <laughs> Tw Twitter isn't very helpful with my, uh, my campaign it's upsetting uh big tech trying to take me down mm -hmm. you should uh you should get together with our friend carly and see how she deals with drag um because she's <laughs> she has no problems yeah i just need to like fight jack or something i don't know he needs to give me like special mod powers on twitter yeah that's where you're gonna see me tweeting out stuff and things i don't know the internet's bad mostly um <laughs> that's true <laughs> You raise a great point. If you, if you like Jory content, though, that's the best place to get it, I think. What about you, Joe? Let's see. I am on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I am on another podcast called Got It Memorized, um, which had nothing spectacular going on in the month of February. Uh, just completely normal episodes of Final Fantasy X-2. And... Uh, that show's been, I, I really love our 10-2 episodes. We're having a lot of fun digging into how weird of a game it is and, and all the things that it's trying to do to 
uh, different degrees of success. But um, I don't know what we're doing after that yet. And, uh, you know, we covered Kingdom Hearts uh, and The World Ends With You. I know we're going to talk about the new World Ends With You game. Uh, maybe the anime, if it's significantly different than the first game. We're not sure yet, but that's coming. But yes, got it memorized. That's my other podcast, if you like jokes about things like that. Uh, what else do we plug? Uh, we already said our Patreon. Our Twitter is also We Are Watching OP, where I will tweet things several weeks before the, the relevant episode comes out. Uh, because I just do it when I'm watching the episodes, and we have a great buffer. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I, I, I guess you. Oh, I guess I'll say this: we, we're on the Orange Ghost Podcast Network. Uh, if you support the network on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The Orange Groves, uh, you can hear cut content at the two dollar level. Um, there is quite a bit from this podcast because we never shut the fuck up. And um, uh, also at the ten dollar level, you can get early episodes of Champs in the Making. And I feel like Jory and I have been on the past like four. <laughs> 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 pretty close or like a, a good number together lately which has been fun i'm glad that i'm just making a bit i'm not there every time but i'm trying to be there more but yes and uh you can also join the discord server for the whole network go to the orange at the bottom of the page you'll see a link that says join discord and uh while you're there find a new show to listen to if uh if you're looking for something new and haven't checked out uh the network as a whole i think by now the show swaps are probably done Hopefully. If not, I'll cut this out. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I can't think of anything else to plug. So, it's finally time. This is this this is potentially an exciting chance for me to ask this question, because we're at the end of an arc. But, uh, Jory, with your big brain and your future sight, and your text messages with your good friend Oda, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen next time on One Piece? Uh, it's Punk Hazard, right? That's where they're going. Uh, well, yes. What it's gonna be is it's gonna be an island that's just one big house, and it's a. <laughs> I don't know if what your familiarity with punk houses is, Joe, but in uh, <laughs> my experience, uh, they are very hazardous. They're disgusting, and that's what it is. It's just be disgusting, <laughs> like fucking gigantic fortress castlevania metroidvania fortress that they have to get through and it's just filled with uh lazy musicians who like don't shower or clean up and there's just gonna be <laughs> empty beer cans everywhere we're gonna get cool scenes of we're gonna get fun scenes of like uh zoro going oh hell yeah alcohol and then it's empty and like luffy's gonna do a big punch on the main bad guy and he's gonna send him flying into a pile of cans and it's all gonna fall over <laughs> pbr specifically yes uh <laughs> It's just a, it's just a really bad house show. Yeah, and Brooke's gonna be like trying to, oh man, these people don't know how to play the instruments. This is hurting my ears. Not that I have <laughs> ears. Yo ho ho ho. <laughs> well, I hope you don't. I hope you're never gonna get tired of jokes about punk culture because it's gonna be like two months of that shit, uh, <laughs> give or take. Um, but all that's of course correct. Joy, you've never missed before. Of course. And that's what you have to look forward to next time on the podcast. Diving into a new arc. And until then. To me. Continued. It's a good episode. 
We are the hosts of Got It Memorized, what used to be a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast. We did the impossible and finished recapping all of Kingdom Hearts. The whole thing! Now, fueled by our own hubris, we've endeavored to recap other things. We've covered the world ends with you, and now we've moved on to Final Fantasy X. After that, we'll do more tasks that humanity previously thought impossible, like creating cold fusion, accessing the Akashic Records, and folding a piece of notebook paper in half more than seven times. Find Got It Memorized on the Orange Groves Podcast Network, on your favorite podcast app, or do what we did and approach a pulsing dark monolith in the middle of your city, promising otherworldly powers in exchange for audio catalogs of JRPG franchises by whispering the secret words of power, Got It Memorized. Blitzball!